2: Back here on Sports Talk on the Big Eight Seventy, Mike to take you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby A. Bear, Charlie Long in studio at five twenty or a little bit afterwards. We'll have Stan Varet from ESPN, you uh will be on with us to talk NFL, NBA, you name it. Stan can talk it. Bob, again, we toward the end of the yep. last hour we talked about the Michael Thomas situation and there have been talks with the Saints and Mike, but there is a deadline to it yep. in March. One way or another, man, that's some heavy money uh, kick in. So it's either one of two things. We get it every day about, oh, just trade him. You can't. Nobody's going to take that contract off your hands. So you have two choices. One, to release him, or secondly, to try to work out a deal with him that is palatable to both sides, which means a one-year prove-it type deal. Without a
3: doubt. Yeah, Mike, a one-year prove-it. Uh, All I know is when uh, Derek Carr uh, decided, uh, because the Saints were all in. Now, the Saints wanted Derek Carr. Did Derek Carr want the Saints? Well, yes, he wanted the Saints. So now he's the Saints quarterback. When Derek Carr signed to be the quarterback, Michael Thomas, uh, I like these words, uh, said, thank you, Jesus. Uh, Because uh, that's how much Michael Thomas, I think, thinks of Derek Carr's ability. Now, uh, to me, the addition of Carr, and this is in Michael Thomas' viewpoint, I think he thinks that could be a game changer. You know, you always look at in the future. See, Michael Thomas has a little, uh, like, leeway right now because he's not trying to get, get paid. He's already gotten paid. Now he wants to continuously to get paid, but he has to look at where he's at right now coming off an injury. But uh, Michael Thomas has been rewarded by the Saints. The reason why I bring this up uh, – I think he's definitely going to think twice about returning to New Orleans next season. Now, the key is going to be, uh, he's going to have to, assuming, I should say, that he's willing to pay for a reduced salary in 2023. Uh, I think uh, Michael Thomas essentially has to better himself. Uh, a healthy, productive season would enhance his future earning power, whether that being with the Saints or another team in the free agent market in 2024.
2: So that's why the one year deal yes. makes all the sense in the world, without a doubt. It's not about proving how good you are. No. You already proved no, it. No. But is can you stay healthy for a season?
3: Being, that's the the big question yeah, yeah. mark. Like being healthy and producing at a high level. So there's a market for you uh, that uh, you pass your injury because it can be cyclical. You're on a roller coaster. What you're dealing with. Uh, that and whether the Saints are going to pay him or somebody would pay him uh, for 2024. But right now, I think it'd be Michael Thomas' best interest. You know what? He already knows the offense and he likes Derek Carr, and he'd be the number one high, main man. Uh, I mean, uh, Chris Olave. That would help Chris Olave get better. Rashid Shaheed, like I said at the top of the hour, you bring Michael Thomas on board, and if you look at Michael Thomas right now, now you know as a player. He always want to be the best of the best within organization. Right now, he has 526 catches. He's third all time behind Marcus Colston and Eric Martin, who I play with. Uh, you and know, he's
2: missed most of the last two years.
3: Yes, and, and he's third <laughs> behind Marcus Colston and Eric Martin. Uh, Martin, he has uh, 6,121 yards, 35 touchdowns. That's fourth on the career list uh, with the Saints. Thomas said, uh, now. You know, people said, oh, we gave uh, Michael Thomas the money and then uh, he took the money. That, and then that's he was always saying, correct. Exactly, Mike. If you look at it, he set a franchise record in 2018 with 125 catches, 1,405 yards. That was 2018. Then the Saints rewarded him with a five year, $96 million contract that made him the highest paid receiver in the league at that time. Now, he responded, when we gave him the big bucks, he responded with the single greatest receiving season in franchise history and one of the best in league history. He caught an NFL record 149 passes, 1,725 yards, and nine touchdowns. That enabled him to be the NFL Offensive Player of the Year award and uh, becoming, Mike, when you the uh, best of the best and you look at franchise history, and this is a small fraternity, this is the Three Musketeers. You know who's actually, uh, like I said, only the third person in franchise history to win Player of the Year. Uh, he's earned that honor now with Drew Brees and Pat Swilling. Remember, Pat Swilling was defensive player of the year with Dole Patrol, and then Drew Brees was offensive player of the year, never MVP, but offensive player of the year. So that's the three musketeers. It's it's uh, Drew Brees, it's Michael Thomas, and Pat Swilling to uh, earn that. Now going back to Chris Olave and uh, Rashid Shaheed, uh, to me, neither of these cats uh, possess the size or the strength needed to consistently beat uh, physical NFL defensive backs. They just like built that way. Like, my Michael Thomas is like a Marcus Cole. Michael Thomas is a beast, and to make the contested catches. How many times you heard me bitching last year about how about we catch a slant? Every or, day. Or, it's a 50-50 ball. <laughs> How about you make the contested catch, whether it's a short throw, intermediate, routes, whatever, in the red zone, third down, the sustained drives, on and on. Michael Thomas brings that to the table. We all know he, he's a one-hit wonder. Mike, he played against uh, the Falcons. Didn't he help us win the game in the fourth quarter? Remember those two back shoulder touchdowns? That's why Derek Carr, we want Derek Carr to be successful and the Saints offense to be successful. We got to somehow work out. This one-year deal, prove a deal with Michael Thomas to come back with the Saints and help the Saints offense and win the NFC South.
2: Bob, I think the interesting things also with Thomas is Jawan Johnson because I think that there are people on this team that really want him back, but there are other teams that really like him. Right. Really, really like him as a pass-catching tight end. Yeah,
3: and and if you're Derek Carr, hell yeah, I want to keep that guy.
2: And he, go back in his history with Carr, Look how you fed it to Darren Waller.
3: He knows how to. He knows the how tight to get it in. to no, the tight no, end. No, I, I, I'm telling you, right now, I don't know what other team's going to do at quarterback. Atlanta, Carolina, and all that. But on paper, right now, no. I'm, 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 again, I, I don't know. Hey, Barry, you said that last year they were going to, uh, you know. But but right now, I'm I'm so confident, Mike, that they can, that they they uh, going to win the NFC South as it is today and get to double digit wins. I even heard some national people say. Derek Carr can make the difference of 11 or 12 wins. I'm not going to go that far, but I would say for sure uh, double digits. We were 7-10, and 10. yeah, we could be 10-7 and seven with Derek Carr, without a doubt.
2: We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870, and Stan Barrett from ESPN right after this break.
4: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as
2: fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
4: You have 47 new voicemails.
2: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon Bobby Hebert and on our Oakland Hardjula's talking text line from ESPN and once a purple night, always a purple night, Stan Barrett. Stan, how you doing, bud?
1: Fantastic, Mike and Bobby. Good to be with you guys again.
2: Stan, uh, impression on the Saints signing Derek Carr. That's uh, everybody wants to talk about it here, so I'll throw it to you.
1: Let's see. Let's see. I mean, it brings up Questions for me. First question is: Is he going to have Michael Thomas? Second question: Amen. (laughs) Is is he going to have Alvin Kamara? uh, And and for how long? If there's any kind of a suspension, because those two guys are going to be critical to his success. Uh, They're two best players on the offense, and so you know his his fate's going to be tied to theirs to a certain extent. Now, is he the kind of quarterback like we saw with Drew Brees, where you take a Robert Meacham? where you take a Jimmy Graham and you make them because of your input with them on the offense. Is he going to be that guy for a Smith if he's still here? Is he going to be that guy for a Juwan Johnson if he's still here? So, so those are a lot of the questions. I mean, all the physical tools are there for Carr. The one thing that does, that does kind of worry me is, you know, the, the Saints shut them out. Now I know Devontae Adams didn't play in that game. Or or, or or maybe he was hurt, and and, and, and but I don't remember. I remember yeah, remember there was something He did run. play. In the no, game. He, he did
3: play, he but did they, play. they but they didn't do jack. They Nothing. scored zero. <laughs> Neither Josh Jacobs.
2: He looked like a so, team pitcher so, every time he had the ball. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, so that
1: that bothers me a little bit when you when when you watch a guy play against your team, and and your team shuts him out, and then he's on your team the next year. So, you know, I um, I, I think he's got all the physical tools. He's he, he's been productive. Um, hasn't won at the level that he that he wants to win at, and you know he's going to have a top five defense, I would think, if they continue to play yep. the way they play. And and if Kamara's there, and Michael Thomas is there, and Landry's there, and Olave's there, and and Juwan Johnson's there, I mean, you know, he's got he's, he's got all the tools. So you know, we'll see.
3: Now, uh, Stan, what is your take? Because we be in March, uh, so a lot can happen. Uh, that when you look at the NFC South, which is turning to, I always say it is the NFC Douth, It was kind of almost like uh, a few years ago, the NFC East was the NFC Lease, and who wants yeah. to truly win the division? Uh, if you 500, you had a great chance, but right now you'd have to say the Saints are the front runner, considering uh, who's playing quarterbacks, whether it's the Bucks, or whether it's the Falcons, or whether it's Carolina. Now, the question I have for you, because you do this from a national perspective, wouldn't it be in the Falcons' best interest if they go out and get, like, a Lamar Jackson? I think it'd be the second coming of Michael Vick Plus if he would go to Atlanta. Now, not good for the Saints, but as of right now, I mean, that, like, you talk about how they played against the Saints. Desmond Ritter didn't even throw for 100 yards against the Saints. So, <laughs> right, And
2: look right. how Sam Darnold played yeah. in the final game, yeah. and you still lost the yeah, game.
3: yeah, yeah
1: yeah I mean here's the thing if I, I don't know if the Falcons believe Ritter's gonna make that proverbial jump from year one to year two um i, I don't know why they wouldn't i mean everything you said about them pursuing Lamar jackson makes, makes, it makes sense. it makes all the build,
2: sense in the world
1: build it around him, maybe they just don't want to spend the money because they're worried about injuries uh you know the, right. the last couple of seasons he 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 he's finished the season uh you know in street clothes. so you know, I, I I don't know what it is, you know, around the league with with Lamar Jackson, but there's there's some concern there. I don't know if it's it's concerned about about the contracts, um, because I know a lot of the owners were really upset with the Browns <laughs> when yeah, they gave right. Deshaun Watson that 230 million guaranteed, because that that set a market, you know, that other agents are going to point to. Um, so so I I don't know what it is, but yeah, it, it makes sense for a few teams, you know, in, including Atlanta. Uh, but hey. I'm glad they didn't do it. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So be interested to
3: see it ain't over till it's over. Uh, but speaking of street clothes, then, and you look at the Pels. Well, they were in the penthouse the end of December with Zion. Everyone's ecstatic. But now we're just hoping to get into to play uh, play, uh, play in games, so to speak. And it uh, looks like C.J. McCollum's got to play like an all-star to close out games in the fourth quarter. That, uh, uh, is this surprising to you? I'm looking at Zion. And the Saints – I mean the Saints uh, the pels have had confidence in him uh from the get go and they rewarded him financially but he's only averaging uh this 28 and a half games per season since entering the league is it maybe his yeah. body type i mean i mean his hamstring and all if you can't run you can't play his basketball but uh, i don't know if if zion uh that maybe we rolled the dice and we got snake eyes or something, simply because his physique is almost too powerful for maybe his body, but you can't live with uh, only 28-and-a-half games per season since he entered the league.
2: Stan, the other thing about that is all those injuries that he's had, all on the right side, left-handed guy, right side, all the injuries, hip, knee, ankle, foot, all on the right.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, you you, you never know with – injuries if it's just bad luck sometimes you know um, um, or, or or if there's some sort of structural issue um, on that side of his body I mean you know I, I don't know I mean I'm not a doctor I, I can't physically examine him I mean the, the the team doctors if they if they notice something structurally in the way he runs the way he jumps or or something that's causing him to put more stress on the right side of his body than the left side of his body maybe there could be something that they could do in terms of, you know, how he moves. Uh, but, but, but more so, I think it's just, I think it's just bad luck. I mean, I think the guy tries hard, I think. Right. And uh, make, and making the commitment to the Pelicans. I think he, he really wants to be out there with those guys. I mean, he, he, he doesn't seem like a guy who's detached from the team. Um, so, you know, you, you just have to hope for the best. I mean, it, it's been a bad run of injuries for the Saints and the Pelicans the last couple of years. I mean, they just can't seem to catch a break.
3: Now, uh, Stan, I know you always represent um, L.A., and I'm not talking about Los Angeles. I'm talking about Louisiana (laughs) and uh, where are you at? Uh, And we always, you know, into like, are we the best of the best or whatever? Are you going to slip in as maybe the months go by or the season progresses, the LSU Fighting Tiger baseball team? I mean, how dominant you – know, it's almost like a major league team considering the number one draft prospects they have on that team. And the uh,
2: pitching stand has been – which was their Achilles heel last year. They could hit, but now yeah. they are stacked in that pitching department and uh, they were preseason number one, which Bob didn't like too and, and, well. And, 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 but <laughs> but it is what it is. Man, they – it's. They've lived up to the billing.
3: And, and stand out. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be listening to you in the wee hours, and uh, while well, <laughs> yeah. they keep rolling, as coming May June, I'm expecting to hear a little love there.
1: Oh yeah, we'll 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 get it in at some point. You know, we'll get it in. Yeah, usually at the close of the show. I can kind of sneak in whatever <laughs> I want to sneak in. <laughs> so you know, I'll make sure they get they get their shout outs in. And my my Howard Bison, by the way, Miac champion. Oh yes, for, for the for the first time since 1987, back when I was there. Wow, you know, playing in. They're playing the Miac tournament, um, hoping to get to the NCAA tournament.
2: Stan, you looked at – I talked to Rick Venturi about this, other people we've had on the show the last couple days, but how it is stacked in the AFC. You know, in my lifetime, I can't remember it being this much disparity at the quarterback position. When you think about Mahomes and Burrow yeah. and Allen, Deshaun Watson, uh, you can kind of go on Herbert. And the fact that if Aaron Rodgers gets traded to the Jets, and this yeah. scenario is not out of the question here, what if Indianapolis trades up and gets Bryce Young and then the Texas pick C.J. Stroud? Look, look how yet. stacked – that AFC is, and in the NFC, Jalen Hurts sort of stands alone. <laughs> it's him, yeah. and then and, there's and a gang of other individuals that you could say pick and choose from two to
3: seven. And, and you know, uh, Stan, like Mike was saying, I want you to comment on that, but it's like, to me, it, it's uh, cyclical. Uh, what I say, like, I can remember now, and I'm telling, you know, when I play like late 80s, early 90s, Do you know there was five, uh, maybe six NFC teams better than any AFC team? For instance, like I always said this, the only team that can hang with the NFC was the Buffalo Bills. And you think about this, the Buffalo Bills with their four straight Super Bowls didn't win any. Now, we all know that with Norwood, they missed that field goal. They could have beat the Giants. They could have won one out of the four. But well, Mike got uh, The others got, were blow No, they, they got spanked. Jim Kelly and all got spanked. And I can remember, like, the great John Elway. Uh, you know, at that time, he's representing the um, the AFC with the Broncos. We beat him 42 to nothing. The 49ers beat him in the Super Bowl like 56 17. So that's why I just, you have to let this play out because I know right now it's leaning way heavy towards the AFC. But I think Mike, it still could come around. Maybe the back end, like twenty twenty eight or something. It might take a few years. That's a long time. No, no but, but it might be. But that's how it was in the early eighties. Uh, I mean, the, the late eighties, early nineties, where the NFC was yeah. that much more dominant. You understand the point yeah, I'm making? Saying
1: yeah. Here's the thing: if 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 Carr can get in there, get settled in, Kamara, if if you know if he gets a couple of games or, or or no suspension, depending on how this thing plays out, you know, and Thomas they keep Thomas and he comes back healthy and the saints just, just get better as the season goes on and stay and, and stay healthy. I mean, it, I don't think anybody could look at this and say it's inconceivable that they could challenge the Eagles or the 49ers. You know, I think, I think you guys are right. They're, they should be the favorite to to win the division. Um, just if, if the offense is just, you know, semi-productive, the defense should, should be enough to, to win the division. Then it's like, okay, well, who else? I mean, the giants are team on the rise. But, you know, it's Philly and San Francisco right now. Right, right. um, In in the NFC. And so, you know, San Francisco got some questions at quarterback. They're they're not really sure if Purdy's going to be healthy or whether they're going to go with Trey Lance. So, you know, I mean, the the, the Saints could be right back in the thick of things if Carr has the full complement of players around him and he's as productive as he was well, with the Raiders.
3: Well, 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 you know, Stan, it's almost like uh, who's up and coming in the NFC, and you can look at all the different divisions. Maybe Detroit? It, no, it might be. Uh, exactly, Mike. It might be all of a sudden, uh, is Derek Carr in the Saints better than Jerry Goff in the Lions? <laughs> What? The Lions. Think about that. Now, the Lions yeah. ain't good yeah. on
2: defense, I can tell you but that. No, but but, but Mike, they can get better. That's in the it, conversation. Because of draft yeah. choices yeah. and free agency, they can get better. But their offense was really good last year, and now they got a healthy Jamison Williams.
3: Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. What do you guys think about Saints bringing Leonard Fournette home?
2: Uh, I think it would depend on the price. Yeah, stand.
3: it depend on the price, Stan. And, and I, I think, uh, why not? Uh, you had Mark Ingram here. Uh, yeah, and, and then uh, I, I don't think uh, Leonard Fournette would have ran out of bounds in that t- Tampa no. Bay game. I think he'd have cut it up and get the damn first down. then we never should have lost that game. Come on.
1: he he fits the profile of the complimentary back to Kamara.
3: right. Yeah yeah, I, I, I listen I'm all for uh, the role complimentary back, uh, Lennon Fournette coming home. But like Mike said, I think is the price.
2: Yeah, the other thing, Stan, yeah. is I, I don't know today, and you might see it every once in a while, I think someone paying a lot of money for a running back in that second contract, mm, man, that's yeah. going to be a lot yeah. of tap on the brakes there. Uh, about man, yeah. I'm not sure I want to go that route and, and pay a running back a ton of money uh, in today's world. It's, no, it's, it's devalued today. Lead. It's a
1: passing league. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, team, you can't team run to set up the pass and then run with the lead. But other than that, it's a passing lead.
2: Your, your thoughts on Tom Brady? Do you think he is really done?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm asking. I mean, it didn't sound I mean, like he yeah, was. It didn't done, sound yeah. like it. I know, but
1: here's the thing we're having this conversation about what, a 46 year old man? Right, yes. right, He's exactly. I mean, it, 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 it's kind of crazy. If it was anybody else, you'd be like, what about Why are you, about you talking but, about this? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's Tom Brady. It's,
3: you know, that's
1: why. Yeah, it's Tom Brady. So, so here, here's the thing. It, 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 you know, his 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 family. I mean, it's not like he's got he's got his wife. You know, uh, uh, messing with him about going back to play now. So, so he doesn't have that weighing on him. So, if he sits around, and says, "Well, you know, am I going to be am I going to be in a, in a, in a TV booth next fall and then going home? You know, or or do I want to be on the road with the guys again? You know, trying trying to win a championship? I mean, I. I don't know. I mean, is, is there, I mean, the Raiders, I mean, that seemed like that would be, that would be the, the likely landing spot. Well, but no, really Stan, so Stan,
3: how about this? What I like, because his kids live in Miami, I like the Dolphins, the supporting cast, or the 49 from San Mateo. He'd be like going back yeah. home. It's like Mandeville to New Orleans. San Mateo to yeah. San Francisco. See, that's what I look at, supporting cast. Come on, just do your job. He, he don't have to be exceptional, kind of like Peyton Manning did with the Denver Broncos winning a Super Bowl. Look at the end when uh, when Peyton Manning won his second Super Bowl, he couldn't throw the ball Uh, downfield. uh, uh, But look at that supporting cast. But he had great supporting cast. So that's why I'm looking at Tom Brady, man. And you're not hurt. What about the Dolphins or San Fran? Okay,
1: so again, I'll go back to Mike's question. What's the price? Yes. What are you going to What are you going to pay him uh, for that one year? You're going to give him forty million.
3: And you ain't got to no, give him forty no million. No. Uh, but listen, Stan, he's getting almost $400 four hundred million, three hundred eighty some million guaranteed from Fox when he quits. He could play for the the minimum of uh, I don't know a veteran. Uh, now they would the NFLPA, the Player Association, would hate it if Tom Brady gave the 49ers or the Dolphins a a hometown discount or a discount. So, but but Tom Brady's getting paid by Fox in the future. When we all love yeah. that, Stan. Come on, look at that deal he got.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But. But I mean, I, I I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I think if I think if you if you ask him honestly, uh, I think he would probably say he should have walked away after they won the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, to, to be out on top, kind of like because uh, I think you know, he wants
2: to walk out almost like a Cinderella story. Yeah, like uh, John, that, yeah, John yeah, Elway, yeah, yeah. Uh, Peyton, like Madding what John and, did yeah, yeah, and then what like. Peyton did. Yeah, yeah. But some. Cause, I mean, what else? W- what, what we else know this, up, Stan. Who, uh, not everything in storybook.
1: No, no, and, and you know, look, he's got the he got the storybook ending. He just had an epilogue at the end. You that's know?
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know what's a tragedy about not, not ending in his storybook? How about Jim Behan at at uh, at Syracuse? Yeah. What? What there like forty seven years, and all of a sudden, I don't know years. if I'm coaching anymore. You're fired or whatever. You know what? That that's. Well, you would think he did something bad like Bobby Knight or something in Indiana they, they kicked him out I mean uh, come on yeah. that, that, that's disrespectful what do you take on that Stan well I think I I, I
1: haven't I just I have just seen the headlines but I think a lot of times in situations like this it it's the university may be ready to move on yeah. but, right but 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 they have problems kind of scooting him out the door Right, you know, because, because he's been there so long. He's been there so long, right. And, and you know, you, you don't want to be disrespectful. You 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 want to give him his due, but at the same time, it's like, okay, coach, you know, we're, we're ready to move on. Here. <laughs> you got to go. You know? We're
2: going to give you Take the, the gold watch and the presentation, <laughs> the and, and it's time for you to go. Now, that's just the world we live in, Stan, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Stan. I mean, we're,
1: we're talking about Brady being 47. He's been coaching 47. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you know? Yeah.
2: Stan, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Man, you're always great, and we appreciate your time, buddy.
3: Always a pleasure, fellas. All thanks
2: right, so man. much. Stan Verrett from ESPN.
3: And uh, you know what? Stan, Stan's still on. Let me ask him this right quick, because I always look at, that's a Louisiana name, uh, Stan Verrett. Okay, and I wanted to ask him about it in his backyard, because he's in L.A., Charbonnet, they're running back from UCLA coming to the Saints. Stan, can you comment on that right quick? I wanted to get that in. Uh, oh. I don't. I, hey, look, his, his dad's
2: from Louisiana.
3: Yeah, I, I was about to say. I, I think they got a
2: funeral home too, don't they? Still that family? Yes. I yes. so. <laughs> but his dad is yeah, from I, Louisiana. A, a
3: big back coming to the Saints. That might be an option.
2: Thank you, Stan. Hey,
3: absolutely.
2: Absolutely. All right. Stan. Appreciate it. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Eight Seventy.
5: Selling a little. <laughs> Or a lot.
2: Back here on Sports Talk on the Big Eight Seventy. Want to thank Stan Varet for joining us. We're going to go back to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. James and Hammond. James, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey guys. All right, James.
4: Just you, do you do you trust Michael Thomas? I don't. I mean, I, it, it sounds nice. And it, and, it, and and the thing about it is, I'm, I'm I'm hopeful if they do re-sign him. Okay. Because he's, he's going to get of the it office. It's going to have so much. On that contract, that you know, if he doesn't produce, then you can just let him go. But but
3: but but, but what? But what? But James? But James? James? What if he signs and it's a team friendly deal? Approve a deal, and if he is producing I mean. at the highest level, then he gets the incentives. Why would I, you be against that?
4: No, no, I, I'm, Bobby, I'm with you. I'm saying a team. That's you said it yourself. A team friendly deal. Yeah, right. right. Or A team friendly one. If he, if right. If he pops up injured, if he pops up injured or something, you just cut it. Straight like that. But the thing about it is that um in saying that I'm, I'm I'm hoping I'm hopeful that you know we can find another receiver or I agree. What do you think about Gibbs? Yeah, what about Gibbs? The the the, the uh, I mean the other guy uh, Robinson he may be a better overall running back uh in, in terms of other for other teams, but I think given AK is gonna be out, the other kid the kid from Alabama, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, he's a better Pass receiver,
2: right? Yes, he's a better. Well, pass. Both, of them, both of them are really good, uh, forest receivers coming out of the backfield. Bijan is a very good receiver, so it's Jameer. They're two different type backs. Now, I think this team needs a power back, so if that's the case, then it's Charbonnet from UCLA. Uh,
3: yeah, I, I like Charbonnet, he fit right in here with the Creoles in New Orleans. I, I think, uh, listen, uh, we should have elected Desiree Charbonnet for mayor. <laughs> instead of Latoya to destroy it. But that's another topic. Uh, I, no, th- th- we'd have been better off. Uh, but but I, but I guarantee I to put
2: your new hey, show, hey, hey, The
3: Charbonnets in New Orleans or Los Angeles, like they're all related. It's all like third or fourth cousin. It's somewhere in that gene pool. they all related. But I have a question for you. So, if, if, so if it's Charbonnet... Uh, now, Tajay Spears
2: is not what you would consider a, a power runner. Right, uh, right. He, he's more... Sort of similar to Kamara and Gibbs. Right. But uh, last year, you didn't have a, a power runner at all. Nothing. So again, uh, man, it's a situation where you're going to, ha- depending on what you do in free agency, if you sign a power runner, then you got to go to get an edge guy. Then a Gibbs may be in round two or a Spears in round three.
3: So, so, Mike, I have a question for you and James. What y'all would be uh, for this? Uh, the the um, God, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, the guy from Texas, uh, the top running back.
2: Oh, Bijan Robinson. Okay,
3: Bijan uh, Robinson. Bijan, Bijan. Okay. So, let's say Bijan is available uh, with the 29th pick. Do you take him? Let's say no He wouldn't er- er- get to 30. Oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has passed on read Agreed, him. Mike. He wouldn't get the 30. So so that that's who you But
2: I, I think he'll be a teens pick.
3: No, but I'm uh, saying. Early 20s. But, but saying, I understand the that, hypothetical. Okay, that, they, they don't want to drive a running back, and then he's available, and the Saints are picking.
2: No, because, uh, man, you've spent a ton of money setting up that board. Are you going to jump that board to pick a guy that maybe you got ranked 24th instead of the guy you got ranked 11th or 12th? Ain't going to happen. Right. I got you. We'll be back with more Sports Talk here on the Big 870. We're finishing up here in our number two of Sports Talk on the Big 870. Uh, we're going to have Greg Rosenthal uh, on with us in the 7 o'clock hour, and he's going to talk uh, about free agency in the NFL. I know there's a lot of talk about that, so we'll get that in in our 7 o'clock hour here on the Big 870. And also, again, LSU Vanderbilt, 8 uh, o'clock pregame, 8.30 tip-off. I'm going to ask Matt and Hank to hang on to where you're at. We're going to come to you right after the 6 o'clock news break, and we'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this news break.